Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal. Ploughing ahead with a new record readership of 379,000 weekly print readers. But first, the National Dairy Council Kerrygold Quality Milk Awards. They've become a much sought-after gong among the top dairy farmers in the country over recent years. And this year, announced last week, the winners are the Connolly family from County Galway. Austin and Yvonne, along with their four daughters, Ava, Anna, Jane and Kate. And given they only changed to dairy only four years ago, this award is a wonderful achievement, as Suzanne Campbell discovered when she travelled west to meet them. There's 96 milk in here now, predominantly Holstein Friesian, high EBI, producing good solids. The dry weather suits the kind of ground we have here, and we have plenty of grass, loads of grass. Just outside Tune County, Galway, is the lovely farm of the Connolly family, recent winners of the National Dairy Council and Kerrygold Quality Milk Award. It's very much a family affair here with Austin, his four daughters, Ava, Anna, Jane and Kate, and wife Yvonne, very much involved in the decision-making and the work on the farm. I actually physically milk the cows, but Austin, we do together, like, really. Austin goes out and gets them and brings them over, and he looks after all the paddocks and the grass measuring, and I'm in there milking. Yeah. So even as they're coming over, I probably have two lines milked. Do you know? So that's probably we just work together doing it. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. So when I say I milk, I'm just in the pit, but Austin goes and gets them and does all that kind of work. Yeah, you but know? you've everything yeah. around the farm here. They're all on the one platform. You don't have to cross roads. You're in a very good position here. Yeah, we're very, very lucky with the, the block of land we have. It's 120 acres. Austin is a fifth generation farmer here. It was his mother's land, Francis Concannon. And Francis is one of four daughters, so Austin's very proud to have four daughters like it's his mummy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And and so your mum farmed it here? Yeah, well, my father married in here. Married yeah, in, yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing to say. We're lucky we got a farm with no debt on it, in good condition, mm-hmm. good facilities, albeit not for dairying, but... They would have milked cows by hand and sold milk in the town. But then when you went into your farming career, you were nowhere near dairy. You were sheep and sucklers up yeah. to recently. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. This is our fourth year dairying. So I suppose it's five years ago we decided. It was a quick decision because age isn't on our side. To be milking your first cow at 49... Asher, but you've had livestock all your life, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not walking into no. it cold no. in that sense. But what made you decide to go into dairy? We just felt we weren't getting the returns for the work we were putting in. You know, when we'd have cattle to go to the factory or lambs to go, they could drop the week before you'd sell them and yeah. the week you'd have them sold, they could go up afterwards. And it just, for the work we are putting in, we weren't getting rewarded, we felt anyway. Thoroughly preparing their move into dairy and buying good quality in-calf heifers was a key factor in Yvonne and Austin's success. Chagask, their discussion group, neighbours and Creamery Arrivo all helped them with scientific data, advice and set them on a very good path. Well, we did a lot of research. We got a lot of help, as, as Austin said, from Arrivo and uh, our local discussion group and neighbouring farms were very helpful to us. And we just gathered as much information as we could about the cow genetics and everything and started searching for catalogues and marking off figures of fat and protein and fertility. Mm-hmm. And we, we learned a lot, an awful lot, which is just brilliant. And then 
parlour infrastructure, did you borrow? Did you take out a, another mortgage or loan to put all that in? Yeah, we, yeah, we had to. We remortgaged the farm, which was another worry for us at that stage. Because as it was, we didn't have any debt really, only on a tractor or a car or something, and small mortgage on the house or whatever. So I suppose that was a fear for us, all right, going yeah. forward. But and was that kind of in the back of your mind, like, are we mad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely, yeah. I thought, have we lost the plot here? And I think a lot of other people thought that too. Mm. <laughs> they kind of watching yeah. over the yeah. hedge. Yeah. Yeah. What are oh, they doing? Yeah. they doing the right yeah. thing. Do you know? And at what time did you realise you had done the right thing? I think once the heifer settled, mm-hmm. so when we started milking the 76 heifers, we really thought, oh, my God. This is not good. Were they a bit wild? <laughs> they were. They were supposed they're young and they were yeah. nervous and they just needed a bit of care and attention. Mm-hmm. And we gave them loads of love and attention and patience with them and eventually won them around. It was great, really. It was a learning curve again. Yeah. Sure. And it's great to learn about new things, you know, when you're doing because something. Because they'd never been in a parlour, I suppose, before even they came here. No, no, they'd never seen a parlour. And oh it was God. brand new then, so it was oh nice God. and shiny, which and didn't help. as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we, we kind of did it together. We knew nothing and they knew nothing, so we learned it together. Back in the kitchen, I meet two of the girls, Ava and youngest Kate, who is in her fifth year in school. Least favourite job would have to be picking stones when doing receding without a doubt in my mind. What's your favourite? I like the calves. Like seeing them grow up as well and having them in the herd then and milking cows and then being friendly still because you can yeah. they're like pets still. They're a friendly bunch of cows, most of them yeah. they can stay and you can rub them and all. But yeah, we have some of them that are named and stay in the farm the whole time and even dad will call them by their Aww. name officially. Gucci, Dolce. <laughs> lovely. I love these fashion names. Yeah. Pure were they calves that were born here? Some of them were bought in and then other ones are the daughters of them coming through as well. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Talking about how the dairy industry is perceived, sometimes it's quite, I mean, I know there was a, a recent calf story that's a kind of an aberration, but do you feel it's sometimes a struggle that people view the industry in a negative way? How do you deal with that? Especially young girls and, and sometimes... This is campaign not to drink milk and go vegan. And is it a fashionable thing not to like dairy? I think people are just misinformed about the whole idea of it and they can, you know, see a headline and they take that away from it when, you know, as someone has grown up on a farm, you see a complete other side of it where the calves are so well taken care of and you can see them even with another farmer that still calls them by the same name that you named them. You know, we have a calf named Clayton and he was bought by a man and he still... He calls Clayton's doing well. I think people just don't know the situation fully. So, you know, obviously if you see them headlines, them stories, they're horrific, but that's not the full story that goes along with it, I think. Talking about as well, um, we know the government has committed to 25% in reducing greenhouse gases from agriculture. When it's discussed sometimes on radio or TV, and I know journalists are guilty of it, they go, well... You know, what what will that mean in terms of a cut in the national herd as if it's all owned by all of us? You know, in actual fact, it's your income. So if someone said, well, you bring your 96 down to 70, explain to us, does that cut your income by the 25 or 30 percent? Because people sort of bandy this around without thinking, well, that's the same as someone talking about cutting my income about that much. And how do you react to that? Well, I suppose it does. It is down to cutting your income, really. Yeah. Yeah, so where do you go to get that then? That's the other. I know with the climate, we all have to do our bit for it. And as regards here, we'd be down the 
the less slurry spreading and yeah. protected nitrogen, yeah. nitrogen. Yeah. we've yeah. loads of trees and hedges all over the farm water course there that we make sure it's protected as well all we can do is do our best with our genetics for our cows mm. if we improve our genetics you know we can get more out of our cow for an improved environment even I think we have to work with what we have on the farm, in our farm here, and that's all I can say, and mind what we have and protect it and, and do the best while we're here. Like we, we don't want to be damaging the environment. We want to pass it on to the next generation, please God. Mm-hmm. Joe Austin's fifth generation here, you know, has been sustainable for them five generations rearing families here and hopefully we'll continue to do that. Yeah. yeah. Going back to winning the award, what, what is the best part for you, Austin, of winning the award? I suppose being recognised for... The work we put in, that's basically it. Maybe it proves that you can get something out of it, what you put in. Yeah, the joy we've brought other people. Those other people are so happy for us, it's great, do you know? It's obviously someone smiling, coming in, delighted. Do you know, you made their day as well, so it has a ripple effect. Yeah. So a good news story, so that's, that's very nice to see as well. And as a new entrant, you must think, God, we really... We really achieved a lot here because we had to start from nothing. That must give you, like, an extra kind of buzz. Does it seem so now, doesn't it? I suppose it's all down to getting good advice and good help and, mm-hmm. I suppose, putting it into practice because we, we knew very little about the whole dairy industry, you know, when we started. And we're still learning every day. Yeah, the Connolly family there uh, chatting to Suzanne Campbell and Galway. Congratulations to them again.